Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Wagwan, uh, back in the studio. Feels like a long time since uh, we've been in the studio. Various reasons for that, but uh, we'll get into that later. Joining me today, uh, the captain of the good ship, Ultimate Fan, Reese. How are you, mate? I'm all good, Jamie. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks, mate. Feels like a long time since we've been in here, doesn't it? Yeah, it has been quite a while. It's quite weird being back in here after such a long time. Yeah, it is, isn't it? We'll see if we've um, if we've still got faces for radio and all that good stuff. Um, <laughs> I suppose where should we start, Reese? Let's um let's start at the beginning. Football is officially back. How does that sort of um hiatus in the summer treat you, Reese? Oh, it was terrible. I there's not much going on in the summer for, for me. Like when it comes to horse racing, I'm jumps through and through. Flat bores the absolute hell out of me. So there's not a much, not a lot going on. So to see season start a bit earlier because of the World Cup I'm I'm all down for that but what about Love Island I mean you must have you, you uh, must have loved yeah, it yeah to be Love fair Island, it was pretty good this year I was quite uh, you a Davide fan uh, oh, I love Davide he's hilarious <laughs> uh, there's, there's, Love Island has been bad the last couple of years but this year was it just blew out of the water it was just funny and consistent all Back. the way through yeah just just going season three vibes all over again um, talking to crazy women um, the Euros uh, oh, women's football? Yeah, no, that was great. I did watch the final. Um, did, how much of it did you watch? And you could be honest here, you're amongst friends. So I watched um, when they won 8 0 in the group stage. I watched that game. Glory Hunter, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I watched the Northern Ireland game. And then I kept tabs on the quarter final. I didn't yeah. fully watch that. I did watch the semi final and I watched the final. Thoughts on the standard? I thought it was pretty good. It was just goalkeepers. The question just keeps coming up about goalkeepers, but the, the the passing and the standard was pretty good. It was just the goalkeepers seem to be the, the let down there. I, I will say, and and previous listeners will have chastised me for my um, <laughs> views on ladies football. I was really surprised at the England team, particularly. I thought were very good. There's a lot of like intricate passing, etc. But it all does come back to that that piece, doesn't it? The goalkeeping. Generally, if you put a corner in the right place in women's football, you score a goal. And that, I don't know. I can't keep saying the goals have got to get smaller because they're not going to, are they? No, no, they're not. No, I, I thought like the England keeper that the, the she goal, did well, she, didn't she? Was, she? She was quite impressive at the best of times. She was. The Germans just, seemed all right as yeah, well in the, the final. The two final, the final, the keeping wasn't too bad. To be fair, it was quite a good standard. But like you look at some of the other games, like. The game that England won eight nil in uh, against Norway is just some of the some of the keeping there was was really shoddy at, at the best of times. Yeah, I agree with that. And the other thing that was shoddy about the Euros, Sheffield United, Bramall Lane, beautiful downtown Bramall Lane for the semi final. <laughs> the only problem with it was there's a lot of teams. They asked a lot of teams if they would take it and they wouldn't it's tin pot though so isn't it I, I wouldn't go to Bramall Lane for a semi-final I'd be a bit disappointed it's not even the biggest ground in Sheffield Reese <laughs> like it's tin pot that it should have been at Villa Park yeah I, as, as much as it kills me inside to say Villa Park is a great semi-final stadium it's in the middle it's not hard to get to and it's big and it's bigger yeah Ridiculous! I uh, full full credit to the ladies' team, the Lionesses, which even that grates me to sort of say that. I mean, the, shouldn't it just be like we're all the lions? I know they're feet. I suppose you're getting into are they female lions? But lioness, I don't know. But we're just all like we're all one big happy family. The other thing I've um, noticed was uh, the hundred started back up, and um, again. Super busy. It is busy. I have seen the tickets have been selling out. The Edgebaston looks 
so I doubt for, for, for the, the foreseeable future looking yeah. at it but yeah I don't, I don't mind the 100 I, I find it, it it gets younger fans into it gets a bit exciting but the only issue is I've got a pal who's the same age as me and she absolutely loves county cricket. She loves it yeah. and she hates the 100. She absolutely despises well, how it. How far do we have to dumb down cricket? I mean, is it that complex? I mean, I, I watched some of it on Sky the other day and they do the countdown to the winning runs on the one side. The ball's like five to go, four to go on the other. And I'm like, surely people don't need it this simple. Yeah, I, I don't like the stats that they do on the telly. I, Weird, I really don't like it. Like T20, I, I'm, I'm all down for a T20 game. But Love they, it. They, 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 it's great. But yeah, the 100, like they just show how how long is left in terms of balls and runs they need this and that and the other. And it's like, it doesn't need to go down to that We're level. not that stupid. No. If you want to watch something complicated, watch baseball. Oh my God, <laughs> that's difficult. I watched I, I, it in America recently, hard. Um, the other thing that annoys me about the 100 is they're desperate to get away from the Friday night lads, lads, lads of the cricket. When I started going T20s, it was Friday night edge bastard. Yeah. You used to go, you used to go watch a T20 go have a couple of beers, go to a Weatherspoons after, and then go to Snobs on the Friday night. That was it. It was great. Loved it. That's what got me into more cricket, because then I'd started watching the one-day internationals and more of that. Yeah. So I think if you put it on a Sunday afternoon, you're less likely to get... You're going to get more families. Which they don't, they're they, they, don't want, they don't want me and you on a no, Friday night no. looking forward to um, an Akbar's curry at the end of it. <laughs> like That is not what they're after. But I, I don't know. I, I'm not mad on the format. I think I don't think T Twenty was broken, and I'm I'm a feel a bit pushed out that I don't want groups of lads on a Friday anymore. But I I'm a, I'm an old man, so I like what I like. I guess I like T Twenty. I I thought it was a great I thought it was a great method of getting people in the door. That some people who don't want to sit there watch a, a 50, 50 overs game, get them in for three hours and enjoy that. But yeah, I don't understand why it's got to be even less now because the hundred. I, I just uh, all I can think is money. That is the, oh, well. the, the sole purpose. Of yeah, that well, the root of all evil. <laughs> um, yeah. Before we get into the the sort of footy, um, anything caught your eye, Reese, over the the summer? Anything newsworthy, noteworthy that you think's worth um, bringing out to the to the wider public? I mean, I, I, a couple of things that I'd sort of noticed. Live golf, I thought, was obviously a very big t- talking point. Saw this week, Cam Smith looks like he's uh, he's absolutely nailed on to be at live after the uh, the current tournament. Says he's prepared to take the flak. Let me ask you a really candid question: If Bet Three Six Five came and offered you Reese twenty times your salary here at Low Six to start there tomorrow and to only turn up two days a week, and um, if you do a great job to give you a hundred times your bonus? You're going, aren't you? You, 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 you? Yeah. I mean... It's a difficult uh, question for me a, to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> you can be honest. I'm not going to be offended. I mean, obviously money's money at the end of the day, but I mean, I've, I've, I've been to 365. I liked working there. It's just obviously... All right, bad off. Bet, bet ball or whatever. All right, okay, wherever. If they were offering more money, it would... But so me, much more so, money. So much more money. Like... There's so much more, like in terms of a footballer, obviously they've got stuff to think about, but in terms of me, I'd look at it in a way that as much as the money's great, would you be happy doing it? That's the thing that I think, I I love working here. I'm not just saying that because I'm on a podcast. And money, at the end of the day, like money 
gets you things you need. You can buy your house. You can buy a nice oh, car. All right, okay. I'll tell you this then, Reese. It's the exact same job, but the name over the door says Betball tomorrow. It's the, but the role's identical. Obviously, there's a few different people knocking about. A hundred times your salary, yeah, Reese. You you're really off, aren't you? No, you can't say no to that. And that no. That's why I get a bit. I, I, that's why I think people are naive. Mm. I get the point. When you've got so much money, when's enough money? Like Phil Mickelson, mm. does he need another hundred mil? No, I don't know. <laughs> Perhaps it is just legacy money. It's, mm. it's you know, it's trans. It's going to transcend him and and his kids and their kids. Maybe that. But there's a point where you're going. But for somebody like. Ian Poulter hasn't won for years. Louis Usaisen hasn't won for years. Charles Swartzel hasn't won for years. These guys, I mean, the ultimate Henrik Stenson didn't win for, what was it, like 11 years yeah. or something, went and won the first one, picks up five million bucks. <laughs> I, I, It's difficult to yeah, see. Yeah, I, I think that's, that's the thing with those type of situations. Like, uh, you've got the PGA and, and, and LV at war with each other and it's Mad, just insane. It? Like, do you think they come together? together? That's the thing. Join together. together, and you could offer probably one of the greatest sporting tournaments going ever. Like if you can get all these big names together. Do you not? Do you not think they just end up coexisting? There, like you see, you, you have the PJ Tour. Let's do, say there's 25 events, um, and then you have I don't know 11 or 12 live events slotted in around, and they just coexist. It, that, that's yeah. surely the future. That, isn't that's it? the thing. Like it's the coexisting. It, it could work. You could have the two. Like bodies working together and then have like an ultimate tournament. Yeah, that's effectively what the NFL became in the sixties. Well, yeah. The divisions, the, 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 yeah. the, a, the AF, well, it was the AFL and then the NFC were all, were separate divisions. They combined to become the NFL, and the two conferences played. Obviously, two conferences of sixteen played for yeah. that's one spot in the Super Bowl for the division, and then they play each other to be the ultimate champion. Yeah, exactly right. Well, I just think it's got difficult now because of the Greg Norman. And and Jay from the PGA, it feels tough, doesn't it, mm. to for to ever happen now? Because yeah. there's been a lot said. Yeah, so. I was going to say there's a lot of beef right straight away there. Um, anything caught your eye um, this summer, Reese? Controversial or non-controversial? Uh, just, football's just I, the one thing that I, the football that really annoys me is is the is the club going to be sold this and the other? The Birmingham City saga. I'm only saying that as a Birmingham City fan. Yeah. For any club to have to go through the, the amount of issues and ownership problems that are cropping up is a mess. I mean, Birmingham City is just an ongoing soap drama from day one. Just always something going wrong. I mean, it now you now look at clubs like Bolton and Berry and the stuff that they've gone through. And Bet well, I mean, Berry ain't even in the league anymore. But no. Bolton to, to to go through the level of things that they do to get to back to where they are now. It, it actually makes it quite scary because this this is going to become a common theme now. There's going to be at least probably three clubs a year now, I, I reckon, Easy. that are going to be in the same position that Birmingham City are in. It shouldn't be this hard to buy a football club. Well, I, I come back to, I think it should be harder to buy a football club. And, and that's the problem is mm. that I think so many people, I mean, look at what the Glazers have done at Man U. And by the way, it's genius. They've looked at the balance sheet before they own the club. And they've gone and said, how much money could we borrow against that balance sheet, please? And a bank said, oh, 600 mil. So they've gone back to United and said, would you take 600 mil for the club? They've gone, of course we would. Then they've gone and got the loan out on the, the back of the club's balance sheet and they've bought the football club. Now, is that right? 
Or should you have to actually, as a fit and proper person, say, I've got that cash in the bank? Now, the Y4s and wares, whatever, but there's no way Birmingham City should have ever ended up with the Carson Young fella. Uh, it, it's you know, the way it, that you look at it, yeah, it's incredible. How and the guy that was just bidding for it, a complete yeah. meme of yeah. a bloke. Um, I mean, that interview on Talk Sport. Just, I was unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I was sitting there. He was there, drunk, wasn't he? Uh, he's got to be pissed in some form of yeah. aspect. Like that, the fact that he could come out with that, just, I just could not believe it. Like, this guy wants to buy a football club. Is this really the guy that has the money to buy a football club? And then it turned out he clearly didn't. So, and he t- so, so <laughs> blessing in disguise. <laughs> when he was there going, uh, David Gold's going to back me. And I was like, oh my God, Jim White is going to have a fit, field day here. So, yeah, the constant merry-go-round of football club ownership, um, the saga will carry on. Um, so, Reese, we, we move into this year's football. And we're back. It was kicked off with um, Arsenal versus Palace on Friday night. Um, I've never been as excited about a Premier League for years. No, I, I think this Premier League season is wide open. I, I am really expecting an upset this year. I've been absolutely belittled by my mates for my Premier League predictions because I gave them a list of my predictions and they just went, what? That's ridiculous. Well, let's start. Um, let's take a bit of a view. Uh, who's your big outsider to overperform in this year's Prem? Spurs, without doubt. I, I genuinely think Spurs could win the league. Wow. Uh, on the basis of Conte mainly? or, or Yeah, I, Conte's just this manager that you could give six months to sort the team out and he'll put them in a position where you will just will not expect it. He's done it with most teams that he's walked in. He's got them into a position where they go, oh, wow, I wouldn't, wouldn't have expected that to happen. What do you think the difference is then? Because they're going to have to, it's some improvement. Do you, uh, they can't win a league with Eric Dyer playing centre-half. I won't have that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I, 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 he just finds a way of getting the best out of the players you don't expect. He's got depth. People are saying that Spurs haven't got depth. They've actually got some decent players. And I honestly think that the Richarlison signing was genius. Oh, my God. I promise you, listeners, I haven't drugs tested, <laughs> Reese, but we're going to after this. On the basis of impact sub, because he won't get minutes. Yeah, yeah, no, it's that's 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 the reason why I think it's a great signing. He will come on if if the way that it comes on when you bring someone on to try and get a goal to get the point. Like if Spurs are there needing a win, it's one one. Twenty minutes left to go. They're going to bring Richarlison on. If they score that goal early, which there is a chance it could, if they score that goal with the last fifteen minutes, they've now got an extra striker on the pitch and gone. Ah, oh, shit! What we're going to do here now? We need everybody back. He's his tackle rate for a striker is phenomenal. It's up there. His pressing rate is, I think it was the 92nd percentile of strikers in the top five league. Uh, his interception rate is quite high. Like He he becomes that sixth defender that you need at the back. Uh, uh, yeah, a horrible Italian defensive <laughs> team. You, th- you're absolutely wrong about Spurs. I, I think uh, the big, big games, they don't turn... How do they beat Man City and Liverpool? Well, well they've, they've only lost to Man City once in the last 12 goes. They've literally beat Man City more times in the last year than, than Liverpool have. Well, you've top trumped me there. <laughs> Liverpool? Uh, I, injuries. I've got injuries. I think Mane, losing Mane, is massive. Gomez looks good, though. Uh, he does look good, yeah. I do I do admit that they've got a little bit more depth than they did, say, in, earlier, in previous seasons. But I just think that... I'll tell you, before we go on, i tell you who looks finished for Liverpool. Go on, and I mean finito. Go on, then. Henderson. Yeah, he's got that part. He's hit that point, and he? It's the peak. It's he's gone. Hit the peak. The captain's seat. Like the, the thing that kept him in that role was so much is just a 
just a leader. Just yeah. just gets the best out of the players. But you know, it's unfortunately in the Premier League, technical ability trumps that. And if you haven't got that anymore, then you are going to slip away from it. He looked finished at Fulham. He's aged. I think his age is catching up with him a bit now. So you I need don't to think sit he'll in be a, around much longer. No, you need to sit in a cryogenic chamber a bit more, Dino. Um, I, I, honestly, I think he's absolutely had it, Henderson. Um, so Spurs could win the league for you. Mm-hmm. What does that do to Man City? Where do they finish? I, I said second. I think Man City will be the, the challenger. Man City. Have you second. backed Spurs? I've backed Spurs to win the league. What price? Yeah, 12 to 1. Jesus, I'd have offered you double that. Honestly. I it, I had a shot round and I waited, but twelves was the best I got. Do you go each way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top three. Top three. Yeah, top three each way. So if they finish in the top three, about, it's about two and a half to one. So it's not too bad. Yeah, I, I don't know though. Liverpool, Man, uh, so Man City, Chelsea. Yeah, feels. Li- Liverpool and Chelsea aren't my worries this year. I I think too shell. I think this is his last season as a, as Chelsea manager. Yeah, I don't think he gets past Christmas. I, I don't actually. think. Yeah, that's. I backed him to be first manager sacked in the Premier League. I don't think he'll last long. So let's go. So okay. So Spurs, you think I'm going to finish up? Man City second. What do you think about Man City's business this year? So Sterling departing. Um, I felt it was a bit weird, a bit and almost a bit disrespectful. Yeah, it was. I felt it was a little bit disrespectful. Yeah, because I mean, the way they could have done it was they could have shipped him off to abroad or anything like that. But they sent him effectively to one of their rivals, which is like, I've, yeah. If I was a player, I'd go. Well, why would they send me there? Does that mean they don't think I'm don't good enough me. anymore, or they don't rate me anymore? And it's like uh. gone all in on Grealish, haven't they this year? I think they really have. Yeah, they, I think people are really picking up that one million, one hundred million pound investment. And you look at what he did last year and he compared to that investment, there are players in the Man City team they paid significantly less for that put forward more options in attack. Well, and let's put it into context. Harlan's 53 million? 53 million for a striker that looks absolutely ridiculous. So I thought he looked I thought he looked pretty bang average in a charity shield or yeah. what do they call it, a community shield? Yeah, he looked last. He, d- he didn't look... He, I don't think he'd settled. Big just, chance yeah. that he missed yeah. and stuff. But that that run against West Ham, f- first for the Peno, that five-yard sprint and then the big loopy rangy mm. run for De Bruyne just to pop it behind. That channel is going to be ridiculous, Yeah, that, it? it's just going to be pinpoint. You know those balls from... The Brawny are going to be pinpoint, and the passing already is, is top dollar. So every chance he's going to get, you'd expect him to put one out or two away. So, well, we were we were talking about ultimate fan. Go and download it now from uh, all good app stores and some bad ones as well. Um, the the ultimate fan Harland this week uh, feels like a golden boot on top as a mod, and see if you can get twenty twenty odd points. Yeah, out I, I get, you could easily get. 20 points out of him. I'm not saying Bournemouth are not a bad team. They played all right against Villa last week, in they all did. fairness to them. Um, but unfortunately, City's record against newly promoted size is absolutely Trump. They're 1 to 20 to win this weekend. Jesus, oh, like, that's, that's crazy. That's actually insane. Is it, uh, is it getting a bit boring watching City? I, I, all I would say is I really enjoyed the, and, and I'm not a big watcher of um, all the sport, like the, all the Premier League games, I kind of pick and choose. But weirdly, just because I was excited about football, I watched almost all of them last weekend. Um, I really enjoyed Arsenal Palace because it was a bit blood and guts. When I watch Man City, there's a lot of Barcelona about them from five years ago, isn't it? The, the ticker tacker left to right, not a lot of penetration. Then there's a, they, they seem to focus on one or two really high impact 
sort of plays. But then it's ticky-tacky again. Are they good to watch, Reese, or are they a bit... No, I, I don't like watching Man City. They, they bore the absolute hell out of me. Like, the, the build-up play is interesting, but a lot of the time, because it's so direct and so free-flowing at the best of times, they know that... You, you can see a Man City playing, you know when they're going to score. And that takes the you excitement do, away out of football, I feel, a bit. Like, if you're watching something and you're like, well, you, you know the goal's coming, you know, it kind of takes it away, especially with City, who this weekend could finish... Six or seven nil for all, for all we know. Like. Uh, as a punter, though, it must be great. I never back Man City because I, I never can see the value unless they're away in Europe or something. But um, it's great. It must be a great feeling just being like, this is relentless. It's coming. Yeah. I was watching them at the weekend and I was just like, I, it's which minute do they score in? It's it's coming. West Ham looked a bit, a bit boring. Bit yeah, average. they looked bang average. They just didn't look like the team that they were last year. Like they were quite exciting at times last year. And I mean, it is Man City. Man City will make. The best of teams look out, yeah. you know, average. But you thought West Ham, they'd put a little bit more up of a fight than they did. Like, I mean, Antonio's, uh, we, we played for Wednesday. It was brilliant. Like Bambi on ice, that back then, he, was, he wasn't half as sort of thick set as he is now. I just think you struggle for, con- I, would, I wouldn't I would feel as a manager that he'd give me that consistent 20 goals a season. No, and I mean. Is that where, where they're going to fall short, do you think? Yeah, I, I think. They got to really take a chance with the Italian lad they signed Skamaka. I think he could be interesting going down the line. Great he's, name. He's he, he a great name. <laughs> but he could be interesting going down the line. I think obviously he didn't start this weekend. I don't think he was hundred percent fit, so he didn't start. I, Antonio, like the, the thing with the, the thing that you can suggest that the managers weren't confident in him scoring the goals was he had he had a clause in his contract that he got so much money if he scored ten goals in a season, Mad. and that was only two years ago. Mad, Bowen still looked good. Thought he thought he looked sharp. Oh, he 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 won't be at West Ham much longer. I don't no. think. I think you'll you'll have one of the big six sniffing around for him at some point in the next. I like Cresswell as well. I like Cresswell. He's a great set piece. Yeah, like, especially for your team. Like if you've got, he takes corners, takes free kicks. He's always involved. He's great value fantasy wise, and I quite like him for that. Yeah. Um. So Spurs finished up. City we've just touched on finished second. Liverpool finished third for you. No. Liverpool don't finish third. No. I, I seriously think that there's going to be an injury crisis at Liverpool this year. Wow. So who finishes third? Arsenal. So Chelsea don't make the top four? No. Wow. Let's dive into Arsenal then. Um, have you watched, first of all, we'll start the important stuff. Have you watched much of it on Prime? I've watched the first three episodes. I've got to watch the next lot. Oh, that's tonight's job. I'm going to watch the next lot. Thoughts? I thought it was great the first three episodes. I really enjoyed it. I just want to see the Aubameyang kick off. That's all I'm waiting for. Why haven't we on socials copied the Arteta drawing in the dressing room yet? We must do that <laughs> no, for a pack opening or something. You've got amazing. to do that. Energy, passion, <laughs> we are here. Um, is Arteta a bit David Brent? Hold hands. Oh, he, he, Let's he, get he into got, the moment. He has got that... that. Aura about him, yeah. I you know when he, they're that, all holding yeah. hands in the circle <laughs> and they're all looking at each other like, what the fuck are we doing? I'm not sure about him, Reese. I don't know. And the other thing I'm quite can't quite get is the you know a passionate foreign person in an English accent when he's going, come on guys, we must fucking believe. And I'm kind of like, you almost want Neil Warnock there, don't you? Giving yeah. him a kick at the ass, going, lads, it's not fucking good enough, lads. <laughs> It's just not the same, is it? 
<laughs> no, it, it it does it does feel like a bit of comedic value when he's talking when he's great, really really into it. Yeah. I, I I just want um, they're almost too good looking these foreign lads. You, you want Neil Warnock, don't you, with his tracky bottoms and his bad oversized shirt? And you gotta fucking die for it, lads. <laughs> It's just not the same. Um, I thought it was good value as well. Is apparently Aubameyang gets stripped to the captain's in. Yeah, yeah, I'm waiting for that. I am waiting for that. I'll, that's the whole bit I want to watch. I want to see the, the complete fall of Aubameyang. Yeah. Um, okay, so talk about Arsenal. Um, I think Saka this season will be the, it's strong to say the best midfielder because KDB at City will be that. Um I think he could be the most exciting midfielder in England. And it's funny because I used to think he was garbage. I think he's brilliant. Yeah, he's really, really developed the last two years. He's been been phenomenal in, in that aspect. And, and at his age as well, it's just remarkable how quick of a rise he's had. Arsenal in general, the signings they've made, I feel are very clever. The centre-half, Saliba. Oh, he's super... This is the thing. Like I read about it last year, about... They, 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 especially on Twitter, a lot of the French football fans... We're going, why the hell is he not playing? He's so good. Why is he not starting for Arsenal? And it made you think about it. Like, you looked at it, and he, he his stats were pretty good for a, for a centre-back. And it's like, why are they loaning him out? Unless they were literally doing this on purpose. Feels like to, a plan, yeah, doesn't it? This? Get, get him up to this level, bring him in, and bang, nobody expects it. Because you can, you, can you can ruin a young footballer, mm. can't you? If you throw them in too early, maybe they're not physically quite complete and all that sort of stuff. But he looked pretty lively to me yeah. um, Saka I thought looked really really good um, what makes a difference for them to get in the top three though for you Reese? I, I just think the Sinchenko is an incredible signing I feel that is a massive value signing Jesus as well they've brought him in they're in winners mindsets they've been in that team for so long that they know what it all at all costs they must win feels quite exciting with um, Saka Jesus um, or Jesus to the rest of us <laughs> Um, to have uh, Odegaard, you, you oh. know, that kind of... Uh, Odegaard's the most underrated player in the Premier League very good. at the moment. He's yeah. just superb. Yeah, very good. Okay, interesting. I, I don't, can't, I can't quite get there. We'll go through my top four in a minute. And then you had Liverpool fourth. And you, so you're basically saying... Oh, did you have a fourth or fifth? I have not fifth. Who do you have fourth? Man United. Oh, you no, 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 no! You are actually not okay. <laughs> I, I, I think, man, I think the first game. So was where just are Chelsea? Six. I think I, I genuinely think two shells going to have a complete collapse. Don't, this year. don't switch off, people. <laughs> so, so Man U are going to finish fourth. Fourth. I think it will go down to a last day show down between Liverpool, Chelsea. Man did United. you watch Man United? Yes, I did. I did watch it. Yeah, I, I think it's just first game jitters. I genuinely think it's first game jitters. Do you say? So do you think Fred and McTominay? Is no, a centre, uh, they, a they need to get that sorted, and I think they will. There's time to sort that. They've got to get rid of one of them. I, I have the complete opposite view. I think Man, you won't finish top seven. I think they'll be all right. I, I, I think Ten Hag is is. I think they needed that type of mentality to come in. That I won't say dictatorship, but like come in and go, don't fuck with me. And I think they needed that. Do, but to, um, I don't know. We're, we're miles apart here. Ronaldo is it actually in most Premier League teams of the season last year. Mm-hmm. I and, don't know how personally. Uh, and yet, like they're having a power showdown between mm-hmm. the two of them right now. Yeah. About one of the Premier League's greatest ever players. Now, 
I just think at the back they're suspect. Maguire's not good enough. Um, oh no, Maguire isn't the good. The keeper enough, looks older, slower. Mm. I mean, he, I thought he palmed it this week. Anyway, to the point. I think I think Manu are done now. I think they're all right. I genuinely think they'll be all right. I'd have a pound on you. I'd have a pound with you on Manu that I don't think they'll be top seven. Okay, yeah, I, I, I'd back that. I, I would go with that. Well, yeah. Should we have a tenner? Yeah. All right, done. <laughs> I, I'll say um, I get eighth and down, you get seventh and up. Cool. I'll take that. I'm happy with that. I feel really confident <laughs> on that. Um, and then coming on to uh, Liverpool, let's just go through this injury crisis. What 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 do you think? Just not enough strength. And I just depth? don't think there's enough strength and depth. Centre back Canard is good, but if you lose both, if you lose, if you lose the two out of the three between Matip, Canate. And Virgil van Dijk, they're wide open at the back. I think selling Mane was the biggest mistake they've made in the last five years. He didn't. He apparently hated Salah though. And and the reason being the money. If you if you looked at the wages side of it, it's ridiculous. You had Salah on two hundred grand a week. Even Oxlade Chamberlain was on more money than Mane. Oxlade Chamberlain was on one hundred and fifteen grand a week. Mane was on a hundred. And they offered him more money and he was still... They offered him a new contract. He was still under less than Oxlade-Chamberlain. Oxlade-Chamberlain's won the lottery, hasn't he? I just, well, just, Little mix uh, on his arm. <laughs> and 115 grand a week. 115 grand a week. The yeah. gods were kind. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Uh, um, you, you, when you've got like, someone like Bayern Munich who are serial winners, win everything. Boring think, yeah. though, isn't it? It is boring, I suppose. Oh, yeah, but. We've got a great left-back at Leisenberg. A great Munich will buy him. Oh, we've got an amazing player at blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Munich will buy him. Even Dortmund sell them the yeah, place. It's, it's such it's, a tin-pot <laughs> league. Is there a worse league in Europe than a Bundesliga? No, it's too straightforward, the Bundesliga. It's just shit. The, the, the oh. Serie A slipped, slipped into that path for about six or seven years. It's back though, isn't it? But it's wide open now and I'm all for it. I think I'm going to throw it out. The Bundesliga is the most boring league ever I just can't get uh, what's the point yeah, even, even the Eredivisie has three teams winning winning the league out of the correct league. 100% agree with that just and this whole it's such a monopoly if there's ever a good player to get sort of yeah, yeah boring straight to, straight talking about the Bundesliga yeah. very quickly you see um, uh, who's it from Chelsea went back over uh, 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 Werner. Werner yeah I saw Werner went back yeah what I'm really disappointed. I've been on this podcast saying I think he could have won one golden boot. Mm. I, no, I, I I agreed, yeah. I, I was sure he was going to have a great season, great couple of years with Chelsea, and it's just gone the complete opposite. But I don't. I think it was one of them where he just... Patience and confidence didn't help. There was no patience And a series in of shit managers at Chelsea. Yeah, that, that, when, when there's consistent changes, it doesn't help. Like, I think it was Lampard who signed him, wasn't it? Yeah. And he didn't get in on the next one, so... It doesn't look great. Do you think? Um, do you think talking about European football? Do you think Frankie de Jong's going to end up at Man U? I got a feeling he's going to be pushed out of Barcelona no matter what. Whether it's Man United or Chelsea is another thing. But I have to make it. The money that they're going to be paying for him is insane. But he is a very, very good footballer. He's very technically gifted, and he's. Do you, think, do you think he's physically gifted enough to be in a Prem? That's the thing. He's light, he doesn't. Isn't he? he doesn't look bulky. Like you're playing the Spanish league, you're not gonna some have some six foot four lump. And there are a lot uh, of them. Now. And there's a lot of them in the league yeah. that are gonna throw you off the ball six or seven times a game. Like you don't have that in Spanish football. So it's gonna it's a bit of adapting. Whether it's like Bruno Fernandez, say you look at Fernandez, he's probably about the same body build for him though. He's a flop, isn't he? He's, he's not delivered in the last twelve months, I'd say. That first first like first half season he was in, he was phenomenal. He was she couldn't beat him. 
just looked great. And then, I, I don't know, I want to say the introduction of Ronaldo, maybe took a bit of gloss off him or something, yeah. I don't know. His shadow literally arriving at the club, <laughs> overlooking him again. Um, I think De Jong, what he said about Manchester, he, he can't end up at Man U, can he? I don't think he can go. I think after saying all that, and then you go, it don't look great. And you won't have the backing, you won't have anything behind you. The fa- the fans, for me, to go to a football club, if the fans are behind you, that's the most important factor. In, in that's all I would club. get. If I went to a football club, I'd stick my foot in, I'd run and run, and I'd be so bang average, but everyone would clap me at the end because yeah. I'd run and run and run. At his heart. Yeah. That's why we're a bit weird, English people, because we kind of love a trier, don't we? Yeah. More so than a, a gifted player at times. <laughs> like, Paolo Di Canio at Hillsborough, only now people sort of look back, oh, he's brilliant, wasn't he? He's unbelievable. At the time, it'd be like, oh, bloody hell, Paolo, why aren't you tracking back? <laughs> like, well, Mark Pembridge is tracking back. It's just ridiculous. Like, we, we just fall in love with these rubbish players because they try hard but that's all I've got in my locker yeah. no, I haven't that, even that, got that, that anymore the, prob- the problem as a blue nose is I fall in love with low knees and then we, we lose them so. yeah exactly <laughs> I was talking to you about this the other day um, about famous old blues players and back in the day I used to like a night out in Birmingham there was a place called Meet You and I never forget Sebastian Larson in there smoking 20 Benson and Edges alongside Andreas Weiman. <laughs> and I, I noticed Weiman scored, for, yeah, still he's, scoring he's for still, Bristol he's City. Scored, he scored twice. I think he scored opening week as well. He must be he's, he's, 38. He's, he's, I think he's in his 30s, yeah. I'm not sure. Might, might be young 30s. Really? I think he's in his 30s, yeah. I, I wouldn't, honestly, I, I think he was, not, well, in that case, he was nightclubbing from when he was 17. <laughs> yes, that's about right. Uh, up, uh, on, up on that summer row. I, I was on the um, the opposite scale with a footballer in a nightclub. So I went to a, I went to Snobs as a student. Couldn't have been, I was about 20. Went and watched Blues on the Wednesday night, played Sheffield United, been on the telly. Scum. <laughs> Sheffield, <laughs> not the Blues. Yeah. <laughs> They've been, they've been on the telly so my mate was like oh let's go out after Snobs is open on a Wednesday let's go to Snobs went in there hang on hang on hang on are you about to tell me you met a footballer in there yes yeah yeah had he played that evening no was he playing that weekend or something no he was 48 at the time in a student night in Snobs okay alright listeners so ex-professional footballer yep. in a student nightclub at yep. 48 Whoa. and he was a Premier League Golden Boot winner as well a Premier League Golden Boot winner. He was a European Golden Shoe winner as well. Michael Owen. Go on. Kevin Phillips. Well, I'll be. I did not know that Kevin Phillips had won a Golden Boot. Yeah, he was the 99 2000 season, scored 30 Sunderland. goals. Yeah, for Sunderland, 30 goals in a season. And he well, won, I'll he, be knocked down. He was the that. highest scoring striker in Europe as well, which is why he won the European Golden Shoe as well. <laughs> And did he what, what, did he pull a bird or something in there? What was? Oh no, it was just there was about ten other blokes with him as well. Did uh, you go and say hello to him? Yeah, he, as we came down the stairs, um, there was this like group of like forty summit old men all in the corner. Oh yeah, yeah, like, steady, steady, steady. <laughs> <laughs> it was like what they're doing in here. It's not, yeah. not normally get people around that, that age in here. <laughs> and then uh, he comes to the front of the queue. I froze because I was like. I swear that's fucking Kevin Phillips. Yeah, you've mate, had a few beers. You're like, is that Kevin Phillips? <laughs> and my mate goes, yeah, I'm sure that is. My brother, who hadn't watched football in 10 years, goes, oh, yeah, it is Kevin Phillips. I remember him in the Blues. Because that was, I was like, bloody hell, you know he's old if my brother remembers him. He stopped watching football in like 2011. So. 48, eh, in a student nightclub. <laughs> it's either gone right or it's gone wrong. I think it's probably the, the latter. Um, 
so Frankie de Jong probably ends up in England, I guess, is where we got to before we got to snobs and, and whatnot. Um, okay, who goes down this year then, just while we're on the Prem? Um, I, I, I said Bournemouth. Yeah. They haven't recruited. Well, as much as they played well last week, it, there are a lot of these teams that start off you get the You get the carryover, don't you, mm-hmm. from the... the it's, it's like the Blackpool the Blackpool season stand out to me so much because they were top of the league after game one and they got relegated because they won 4-0 against Wigan game week one and then they still got relegated. Bournemouth have won here. I'd expect it to run for three or four games and then it would just be business as usual. So yeah. I think Bournemouth will go down. I think Forest will put up a good fight but they'll just I think they'll just slip out of it. They're, um, and again, you and I talked about this, Reece. they're the next Birmingham City. Mm-hmm. You cannot spend that amount of money no, and go no, down. You can't spend that money and go down. Giving Jesse Lingard six mil up front. That's, that's, it's ridiculous. J-Lings. I, I mean, that's that's clearly the reason he's took the gig. I mean, if someone pays you six million quid to just play for us for a year, like you're going to take it. He could have gone back to West Ham and he stayed, or sorry, went to unproven, newly promoted Forest because he got six million quid up front. Yeah. that's And, and his TikTok following is important oh, too. So. Stop. <laughs> Oh, Reese. No, I, I think Forrest will go down. I'm, as much as I, I think some of the signings are, I think Dean Henderson in goal is a great signing for. Is that for, permanent? Do you know, I think it was on loan. It's a loan deal. For Did a you year. see his interview? Yeah. And he said, "Are you <sighs> most looking forward to playing?" He went, "Man, you, of course." Yeah, I, 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 I love it. I, I love it. I'm all for it. He's he very. He did get done over. He got drastically done over, and he should have been starting. And the only reason he didn't start was COVID and De Gea got in and he never got back in again, even though he was promised it. Like I know football promises mean nothing in football, but it shows at the time that Sol- uh, uh, Ollie was had no backbone. Weak. Yeah. Weak moral fibre. Um, Bournemouth? Yeah, Bournemouth, Forest, and I think I think Southampton are going to go this year. I think. They're, Okay, Southampton are the team that if you offered me a free ticket to any like oh you can you can go to any Premier League club they'd be the last one yeah. I'd go and watch. Yeah, it's just I've been to St Mary's. It's just a bit as much as it's a new ground. It's just not it's not the Dell. Like, oh, I mean, it's just this. It's a solar stadium with kind of plasticky fans. Mm. Like it's a bit like Portsmouth is a football club. Yeah, Southampton's a bit of plasticky. Yeah, and then. I don't get excited about a team, but you just know they'll scrape enough points at home, pick up the odd draw away to make it interesting enough for them. Um, Ward Prowse, though, I he's, he's he's just a gem, just a gem, isn't he? Like a diamond in the rough. Like it's just his set piece ability is absolutely phenomenal. If England are playing Germany in a World Cup final in Qatar. 119 minutes is gone, so we're in extra time, and it's a free kick outside the box. You literally only want Ward Prowse over it, don't you? Yeah, you are, you want Ward Prowse, or if Trippier somehow manages to get back in the squad, either him or, or Ward Prowse. I think it's Ward Prowse. I, I, I did I between them two for me. Like I, I wouldn't say, uh, Ward Prowse if he was on the pitch and without doubt do it. But it, if Trippier just it's just in the stats percentage. It, of hitting the target. I've heard it's really, really high. It's it's an anomaly. On a page of... Have a look at a page of data of free kick takers that hit the target first time. It's outright. It's like on a different chart. That's crazy. But is that, you think about that, it's so hard to do. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I mean, that, 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 especially the pressure that comes with a free kick as well. That one at Wolves last year, it was like 60 yards yeah, away. It was, it was just stupid, that one. <laughs> He's always good for your fantasy team, I think. Stick a captain's armband or a golden boot on. Mm-hmm. He takes pens, he takes free kicks. Yeah. Uh, he's very, very Yeah, good. set piece. Set piece is huge value in fantasy. He's perfect for that. Loyal as well, isn't he? He's, yeah, he's, he's, never, he's, never, he's never been tempted to go. Like there, Obviously, there have been rumours and, yeah. you know, stories saying that he's going here, that and there, but he's always seemed to... To stick where he is. I'd tell you, just for what it's worth, who I think might struggle, Wolverhampton Wanderers at the Wolves. Actually, I couldn't argue with that. I couldn't argue with that at all. There's if some... they lose, if they if Neves was to go, Neto was to go, which is possible, man, you keep getting linked with Neves. Um, I ain't going to be bang average. Yeah, I, the kind of Cody thing still completely baffles me now. I Weird. Mean, club captain, respected by fans. A lot of neutrals don't mind him. Played for England. DNA of the football club. And you'll know this, um, Reese. There's always a couple of players that, whether it's right or wrong, the fans go, "That's he's our guy. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it just happens where you're like, he's properly one of us. Yeah. It's just, and Cody, over now, is a massive scouser. Yeah. Like, he, he's been through it with them all for the last year. He's been promoted, been relegated, or whatever. Uh, they all say he's one of, he did bleeds wolves. Yeah, he's he's been through everything with them and he's, active in the community as well that what makes a massive difference he was always about he, he always did the, you know when the club asked him to do something he did it no questions asked it, um the contra to that would be where he's gone everton feels like I, i'm listen i'm not going to get too over the top i've seen so many people get over the top about <laughs> um tarkovsky and cody oh my god it's like but it's a solid in england center back partnership it's, for for what the the money that they've spent which is nothing it, it's it's a fantastic couple of signings. Like you've got Tarkowski on a free, you've got Cody on a loan. I, I'm guessing there's going to be an obligation to buy somewhere in there for him. Has to be. If if you've got both of them for for next to nothing, it, it's a great partnership. He, yeah. he wouldn't have gone, would he? If he wasn't like, oh, maybe he would getting bought at the end of it. But actually, yeah, I've, I don't know. I haven't heard any of the obligation to buy but I've got a feeling there's got to be something in place that if he does so well then they get the chance to, to, to purchase him full time uh, what about Deli Ali not even getting played anymore <laughs> or like not even substitute anymore it, it's, it's, it just shows that you know the same with I, 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 I've actually got a question on this that which player in, in past or present as much as they had technical ability ruined their football career by stuff they did off the pitch and I think Deli Ali is is a prime example of that. He, he's probably a good example of of somebody who's let the modeling and all like the Jesse yeah. Lingard effect the, go to him. Yeah, the the money side of it, the the the, the fame side of it's just all gone to the head. Like Gascoigne's got to be the biggest though, isn't he? I, do, I mean that phone call with the the shooters probably <laughs> there for me. Ralbo, I've got four cans. I still have it for you, mate. Let's have a go around a fishing or something. <laughs> Madness. Uh, we'll come on to your questions in a minute, Reese. I um, we'll just round this out then. So we've got we've got your top four, which is mental. Mm-hmm. Um, Spurs win the league. Mm-hmm. Man City come second. I think we had um, uh, Arsenal, Arsenal third. third. Man U fourth. Chelsea. Sixth and Liverpool. Liverpool fish. fifth and mental. Then you've got going down. You've got Bournemouth rock bottom. Yeah. You've got Saints second or yeah. I'd have Saints nineteenth and then Forest eighteenth. And then Wolves just hovering above. Yeah. And just for the local rivalry, uh, Villa. What do you think they'll do? Fourteenth, fifteenth. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, seems to be turning on Gerard. 
I don't it's think. a very unlikable bloke, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I just, it's just you, when when Gerard was signed, all I heard for months was, "Oh, it's fantastic! We've got a brilliant guy in this, that, and the other." In the space of five months, six months, already turned on him. Like I just, I don't know. I, I think it's a bit dodgy, to be perfectly honest. But I think Villa will be fine. Some of the signings have made a decent. That Diego Carlos probably just needs a bit of time to settle. He'll be decent at the back. John McGinn, captain. He's very vocal. He's quite well respected by the club. I think he'll be all right. Do the you, whole Tyrone Mings fiasco is weird. Strange, isn't it? Yeah. What's what's happened there? There's definitely been a falling out somewhere because I just don't think. I will. The one thing I will give credit to Villa fans is they absolutely adore Tyrone Mings. Not because of his playability, because of how much he does for the club and the community. He's so well respected. He does loads of things for the fans. It's just weird. It's just really, really Big weird. personality Mings yeah. as well. I think that they've probably clashed, haven't they? Yeah, I, I'd think that'd be the case. Do you think... Um, yeah, I, I think you're probably right. I, for what it's worth, I think Man City win the league at a canter. I, I, I think Haaland... I saw... I saw Roy Keane said something like it could be 50 goals or 40 or 30 or something for Haaland. I think that he looks complete. I think um, Grealish is going to have a standout a come to life season this year. I think he, he can't not. I think Phil Foden looks just ridiculous now. Probably the best player and best naturally gifted English player since Gascoigne for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Man City win it. I think Liverpool might struggle a little bit. Similar to you. Don't know if I, I don't ever feel like they strengthen as much um, as the others, but We'll see. Um, then Arsenal, yeah. Chelsea, I think, will have a really weird season. I think they'll do poorly under Tuchel first half, and I think they'll probably bring somebody and they'll do quite well. Yeah, uh, yeah. Relegation for me, I think, will be full of surprises this year. I think I could see that. Yeah. I, think, I think there'll be a couple of big big players um, fighting it out again. I think Everton will probably struggle again under Lampard because I think he's bang average. I think yeah, yeah. Uh, Wolves will be down there. I think Fulham will be down there. I think Bournemouth will be down there. Southampton will be down there. But yeah. I, I can see another couple of established teams mm-hmm. really struggling this year. Fulham's my dark horse this year. To do well. Yeah. I nice system right. they've got, isn't it? And but but Mitrovic, I, I, I don't know, he's lost a bit of timber, but he's still, for me, he's not... It, is he getting any goals? But he got two on the opening day. I mean, he got day. two on the opening day, yeah. But it is one of them where it will take a bit of settling. They've lost Harry Wilson to a knee injury. He's, yeah. He's criminal. That That's that's a real sucker punch of a blow, that is. But the lad they've signed from, from Sporting Lisbon, that Joel Palinha, he looks Good class. Player. Looks class. Like, he, he will take control of that middle. You know, defensive duties, clearing up, getting the ball forward. He will do all of that. And he's fantastic. Um, questions, Reese. Let's fire them out. Let's see what we got. Right. My first one, it's just all Premier League. Yeah. Most underrated Premier League player of all time. Of all time. Of all time. Um, let's go with you first. We'll go with yours first because I think you're going to look at me and go, what the hell? Okay. Um, I will go with Benito Carboni at Sheffield Wednesday. I, I genuinely like should have played for a top four club mm-hmm. it was absolutely unbelievable to find his career went from Wednesday to Villa to Bradford uh, it is actually um shocking so I, I will go with a Benito Carboni the other one that never re- I'd never really see him mentioned a lot anymore is Andy Cole yeah he, he big goal scorer I mean it's 187 goals and and actually was deadly yeah Deadly, but you 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 often see the montages of Shearer and Owen and people, but Andy yeah, Cole yeah, was Andy absolutely Cole, yeah. deadly. So Andy Cole probably um, up there, and Benito Carboni a close second. Mine's Gal Clichy. 
Well, that is ridiculous. <laughs> I've got I've got an argument for it. So, as in, uh, did Gail Clichy end up after Arsenal? Did he end up at West Brom? He went. He went to was, Man City. Was City? Man City yeah, yeah, was it? Yeah, no. Right, that was, that was Gibbs. One, I was thinking. I had a look through his stats, just as I do, just look through stats and try and find something. His interception rate is ridiculous. It is miles up there. Like it's, it's like you said with the Ward Prowse for an anomaly. It's a complete anomaly. He averaged right. three interceptions per game. He just read play like crazy. I know it's interceptions, but I've got more. I've got more. So with. he made 855 interceptions in 325 Premier League games. Yeah, it's so big. it's about around three a game. No player is near him. The closest active player that is near him is Johnny Evans. Oh. He's on. He's only made 650 interceptions and he's played 20 more career Premier League games than him. Jeez. He's, he's top 10 for most Premier League touches of all time. He was more involved in the game than people thought. So he's like, I think he got like 24,000 touches top in Premier League. Top 10 so he in was, Premier League touches yeah, of all time. Of all time. So he was an, And this is the thing. This is only in 325 games. Wow. Um, he was fourth for the most Premier League tackles as well. He's made the fourth most Premier League tackles in Premier League history. Gareth Barry made 101 more. But Gareth Bale, uh, Gareth uh, Gareth Barry played three hundred and eighty more Premier League games. Than wow! It's just when I look at those stats, he's he's won three Premier League trophies outside the Man United, like yeah. you know, legacy of left backs. There aren't many more left backs that have won more. I'd have to I have to doff my cap to you here. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, I'm just trying to work. I've not used it for so long. <laughs> There's a clap in there somewhere. Oh, <laughs> shit. Christmas jingles. Uh, I think it was this one. Yeah, it was that one. That was a nice piece to, to, to the right. Congratulations to Gail Clichy. That's unbelievable stats. Yeah, I, though, though, I just looked through it and I just thought, it's ridiculous. Like, how has this never been brought up? And the mad thing is, he could sit next to you on a bus tonight and you wouldn't know. Wouldn't recognise him at all, yeah. no. Yeah. You're actually right. Good shout. <laughs> so we've got Andy Cole and Gail Clichy. Okay, uh, oh, we've done that one. Um, if you had to pick three football players, past or present, have you ever watched a hangover? Yes. So like to have a hangover-esque experience with, who would you pick? That is a good That is a good shout. Um, do you remember Jibiro Cissé? Oh, God, yeah, for Liverpool. For yeah. Liverpool. I think he'd be quite good. Quite I think, good yeah, actually, I could, I could bat that. He'd be good entertainment. I think he'd be good, good banter. I think he'd be good, um, good for a night out. I think I'm going to base mine, obviously, for a hangover style. So a night out, um, it would have to be Paul Gascoigne in his heyday. I, I, I think Gaza would be an unbelievable. So he would be the one that would go missing that you're looking for. Correct. Yeah, yeah absolutely agree. Um, sen- semi sensible. Um, Tyro Mings. He's an accountant, isn't he? Yeah. He'd, he'd work out how to get the hotel sorted. <laughs> he'd get you know all that sort of stuff. So yeah, Tyro Mings, uh, Paul Gascoigne, and Gibril Cisse. You? Uh, that's quite. I think you gotta have Grealish. As much as I hate the bloke, he would be great value entertainment. You'd get a lot of girls around you. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't thought about the girls part. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. That there would be. There is good value with Grealish being a hanger on in Grealish's group. Mm. You're gonna get. Lots of girls around, so yeah, good shout. Yeah, I'd have Grealish, 
I've heard Gareth Barry's quite funny on a night out. Why am I picking Villa players? But apparently, uh, Gareth Barry's apparently quite funny on a night out. So you've now got, I hope Pierce is listening to this. <laughs> uh, you've now got Gareth Barry, um, Jack Grealish. You just want Dean Smith now, don't we? Oh, God, no. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anybody else that would be good fun. Um, what's, the, what's the weirdest... Um, who were those Premier League footballers, or was they rugby? Were they rugby players that nicked a cab or something? In oh, Spain? that was the Albion. I think it was the Al- yeah, because Gareth Barry was one of them. I think it was an Albion pre-season tour at West Brom. Um, was it? I- I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure it was West Brom. Um, but I know Gareth Gareth Barry was one of them involved that nicked a cab. Yeah, because they sing about it all the time. Yeah, I'm just trying to f- find out who it is. Um, go on. So who's that final one then? <sighs> I don't want to say Gascoigne because it would probably be that type of level where it would be absolutely insane, but it'd probably have to be Gascoigne, yeah. I think I couldn't argue with Gascoigne. I think I think you've got to have Gascoigne. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was the, the, the lads from Albion. <laughs> ben Foster was involved. Oh, no. <laughs> um, okay, next one. Um, if I gave you 100 quid right now and said you've got to back one season-long bet, who would it be? Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I tell you what, I I got into last week was I haven't ever done real, you know, like bet builders before. Mm-hmm. I bet Newcastle to have the first corner, Newcastle to win. I think to nil. Mm-hmm. And this is against Forest. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there was like seven things I put down twenty quid on to win like two grand. <laughs> the only thing that let me down was over. 11 and a half corners or something stupid like, that was it but they're quite easy to say that they're, they're, they're easy for, to get into the bed for, for a bit of fun mm-hmm. um pick if you can pick a i think the way to do it is to pick an absolute certainty homer mm-hmm. like newcastle versus forest and just mm-hmm. pile loads of different options into yeah, that yeah. i also did one um sunderland versus coventry and I'd, I'd got that pretty close as well I, and i had even had oh nine i think he's called luke oh nine or something to get booked, he got booked in the very last minute. He only came on in the seventy-seven, mm-hmm. so I was like one off. Um, my hundred quid season long, I really fancy Tuchel to get sat before Christmas. Yeah, you know? I would probably say that's not a bad bet. I reckon you could get good odds for that. As yeah, well. I think that would be a bit of value in that. Um, the other one, who else? I really think Man, you're going to lose a couple of times at home, and I almost wouldn't mind backing them to lose at home every week. Mm-hmm. Take the hundred quid, divvy it up. Because I think Brighton must have been what I don't. I think yeah. Because I'm sure I'm sure United were 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 under odds on to win that game. Correct. So I I just think there's a bit of value in Man U getting beaten at home this year. Mm -hmm. I think uh, Tuchel to get set before um, Christmas. I think he's got legs, Mm -hmm. and I would encourage not encourage. That's definitely the wrong word. I would say it's quite uh, having. I'm a bit of an older demographic, I guess, than the most. Well, not the most, but I'm 40 and I haven't really done those bet builders before, but they seem a bit of fun for a fiver and chuck a few of them mm. around and see if you can get some some big old odds on them. Yeah, the, the odds are, you can get definitely get some good odds with those type of bet. Like I, I, I did one for the the Carling, not the Carling, it's not called the Carling Cup anymore, the Carabao, Carabao. Cup. The Carabao Cup, I did that in February. I had under 1.5 yellow cards, under zero, I think it was under 0.5 goals, and Liverpool to win on penalties, and I got a fiver, and it came back for 150 quid. That's what I mean. It, there's some like you just can't get that yeah. anywhere else. And it's I don't know. It just seems a bit more, a bit more fun having a few little bits flying around. What's your hundred quid bet? I'd like to have um, 
I'd probably have Kevin De Bruyne as play of the season. Easy money. I think it's easy money. I mean, you can get two to freeze at the moment for it, so I think it's simple enough. Is that just the the Prem's? Yeah, um, yeah, the Prem one. Yeah, the, the P. Yeah, the Prem player of the season. Yeah. Um, just before we finish, Reese, ultimate fan. Um, obviously, this week's lineup. Who have you got in your team? We'll, we'll just quickly run through. Uh, off, off the top of my head, I think I put Leeds as my team. I've only got a couple of goal players in there. Um, I've got Mitrovic up front. I've took a chance and put Ronaldo in. Uh, just hoping that he might play. Um, Defender-wise, I've got Van Dijk and I put someone in. Oh, I put I put um, Martinez in again, hoping that they might perform against Brentford. But we'll wait and see. Um, I picked Jefferson Lerma last week. Oh, wow. He scored thirteen points. Yeah, yeah. Um, got he was an absolute bargain. He turned out to be like. Um, I haven't put him in this week, obviously, with Man City on, on the way. Um, and then I think I put uh, Jack Harrison in for Leeds as well, because I got him in a pack as well. Yeah, Le- Leeds did well, didn't they, last week against Wolves? Um, mine's Man City is my team. Van Dyke, Walker, mm-hmm. uh, Sung Min, uh, Min mm-hmm. uh, Odegaard, Haaland, De Bruyne. Yeah, I couldn't argue with that. It's just literally it's just stacked, isn't yeah, it? That's, Bo- that's Bournemouth... Um, Man City against Bournemouth at home just feels like how many? Yeah, I have seen, there was um, some guy on Twitter, because uh, we put the teams out, send your teams, I think he's got five Man City players in and the pure basis was, it's Bournemouth. So, yeah, long uh, season it, it, it could It could well be, a. I mean, eight, I reckon 8-0 would probably be 12-1. to one. I don't think it'd be high at all. I think the bookies <sighs> will not offer a thing for it. Get on. First goal scorer, Erlen Haaland, Man City to win 8-0. <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, uh, we obviously going to be bringing back the, the lowdown every week now. Um, going to try and get some guests in. Uh, we're going to you know, really start to be consistent every Friday. We're back in here. I uh, want to say a big shout out to Dom Chapman. Um, rest in peace, buddy. Uh, we miss you in the podcast studio and we'll, uh, we'll hopefully do you proud this season, my man. Um, and yes, uh, we'll be back again same time next week. Thanks for joining us, Reese. Um, well, let's see if we can get a guest in next week. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Um, don't have many <laughs> celebrity <laughs> friends to call. <laughs> but we'll try and find somebody who's um, who's willing to come in and keep us company. Um, so we will stick this up on um, all the, the normal channels, Spotify and all those good things. But we'll see you this time, the same time, next week.